Hey everybody. Hi there. Welcome to Planted in God. And today we're on chapter 20. Chapter 20 of the Book of Matthew. Book of Matthew, continuing our reading challenge. So, uh, crack your Bibles, crack your notebooks. Let's dive in. Chapter 20 kind of picks up where chapter 19 left off. Um, verses 1 through 16. We're getting a parable about rewards in heaven. And um, Jesus, again, like I said, he's, he's continuing up, kind of buttoning up what he started in 27 through 30 of chapter 19. Right? The parable sums up that uh, there will be rewards for the believer that are not based on seniority. I guess I'll start talking about it. Well, that, that was... That's all you have? All I had on the the, the parable, yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, 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 the summary is that it's a parable based that, you know, we will have rewards not based on seniority. But as believers, we need to continue to work the vineyard, right? We need to leave the rewards up to God and not worry about it. So, well, there were a couple things for me. I Verse 7... Um, I really liked because it says whatever is right you will receive. Yeah. Because God does what is right. 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 Yeah. So like you were saying, so that stood out to me. Yeah. God is just and righteous, and He will reward as He sees fit. It's not about being there the longest. I could be a Christian for thirty years or thirty seconds. God will deal out rewards as He sees fit. And, yeah. And that just to to me is something that's so liberating i don't have to worry about working right because you have a lot of religions that teach a works-based salvation you have to do xyz to appease god and get your reward but that's not the case with Yahweh. i think if your motivation is the reward too it's misplaced anyway it but yeah. um i also so like verse 15 when it says or is your eye evil because i am good we see things and we have pride, but God is good and he looks at everything in yeah. the same way, right. right? And then verse 16, for many are called, but few are chosen. And that reminds me of the sower of the seeds. Right. Um, so it brought me back to that a little bit, um, talking about the good soil and things yeah. like that. But anything, well, you said you didn't have anything else, so. No. 17 through 19. Yeah, 17 through 19. That's uh, what I have next. We have the third instruction of Jesus' death. He's um, providing more details than he did the previous two times. This time he says that he will be betrayed. He will be turned over to the priests and scribes. That is the trial. They will condemn him. He'll then be turned over to the Gentiles um, because Rome had removed the Jews' ability to deliver the death penalty at this time. Right. The Jews do not have the ability to condemn someone to death. They have to go to Rome and allow Rome to do it, which is very fascinating. Once he's delivered to the Gentiles, they will mock, scourge, and crucify him. And then the third day he will rise again. Yep. Then um, the last I have is, tw or the next one is 20 to 28. Oh, really? You didn't, you didn't throw in 29? <coughs> No. <laughs> wow. You put 29 on its own. I, I don't know if I put it on its own. Oh, no. 
You're right, 20 to 28. Um, my. No, and then I stopped after that. I must not have had any other oh, thoughts? thoughts. Yeah. Wow. Are you fine? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so 20 to 29, um, we see in this section that the disciples still don't understand the death of the Messiah. They will continue not to understand this until Pentecost. Um, rather, they focus on the rewards, the 12 thrones in heaven that they're going to sit on. And what's interesting is you have the mother of the sons of Zebedee. Now, this woman here is actually Jesus' aunt. She is the, if I remember right, the sister of Mary, his mother. And so James and John are, would be his cousins. And so she is the one who comes and asks for her sons to sit at his right and left hands. The point that Jesus is making is that he's not going to set up the kingdom. But rather, he is um, the, the path that lies ahead of him is a path of suffering. That's the path that they're not ready and willing to, to take. Um, however, John does indicate that they will suffer. And we see that through their lives, right? James is martyred in um, Acts chapter 12. He's beheaded. And then John uh, is exiled to Patmos and lives in solitude till he dies of old age. Um, and then Jesus kind of wraps up that little topic with that it's not his to give away. The Lord himself will choose who sits at the right and left hands of Jesus. Okay, and then you have what is the last section, which is 30... 29 through 34. Oh, I thought you lumped 29 in I it. didn't. Well, I, I fat-fingered my notes. So 29 through 34, um, the blind are Jesus is you know continuing his healing ministry, and he's again doing it on the basis of personal uh, a personal plea. Right? They come to him and they say, um, "Have mercy on me." Right? Jesus has a discord with them, and they, you know, "What do you want? We want to be able to see." Um, so that's that's how Jesus continuing his healing ministry. Yep. That was very neat. It is. Any other thoughts? Um, no, apparently both of our heads are empty on this chapter. I guess. It, it is an interesting chapter just to see how uh, Jesus goes from talking about his death to the disciples asking for their reward in, in the kingdom because they don't understand what the death means and stands for. And really... The whole point of this chapter, I'd say, is just to be faithful towards our service to others and our service towards the Lord as He is faithful in service towards us. Yeah, I agree. Cool. So, all right, well, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.